1: Welcome into your Tuesday edition. Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're going to get your text this hour. We do that at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Coming up this hour, I've got comments from Marshall football coach Charles Huff. Had a chance to spend a few hours over at Marshall earlier today. So we'll hear from Coach, get his thoughts on, we're we're basically putting this one to bed. We're putting NC State to bed. We're going to be focusing, after this point, we're going to be focusing pretty much fully on Georgia State, which is coming up on Saturday. Marshall on the road. We've got that game for you right here. It's going to be a 4 o'clock airtime for us here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. So we've got Coach Huff coming up in a few minutes. We've got your comments as well. He said some interesting things, and he talked a little bit about starting fast as well, and I'm going to preface this. He went about three minutes in his remarks, and and I just decided, let's just hear that entire statement about starting fast because there was some interesting stuff there, and so we'll hear that. So a couple of his sound bites are a little longer than usual, but that's coming up here in the hour. We've got hockey to talk about tonight. We've got baseball to talk about tonight. We've got football to talk about tonight. Last night on Monday Night Football, the Raiders beat the Packers 17-13. to So, I wasn't expecting that. I just don't know why I wasn't expecting that. But the Raiders pull it out. And, of course, if you're looking for NFL football all season long, I do want to remind you that we've got you covered. You can listen to the games online on our stream as well. We've got the entire season of Sunday night football, Monday night football, Thursday night football, and, of course, the Cincinnati Bengals, and we've got those games right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. But we've got hockey tonight. Regular season starts, and one of the three games on tonight's slate is going to be Pittsburgh playing host to Chicago. That's going to be coming up tonight at 8 o'clock. I'll be keeping an eye on that one. It's a, it's a very quiet slate tonight of games. Everything starts ramping up in the next couple of days. So this is one of my favorite times of the year. We have football going on right now, and basketball is going to be ramping up real soon. And I get hockey finally back. So this is, I'm not saying this is Christmas for me, but it's fun. But today's a little sad for me because I found out earlier that Barry Melrose Long-time analyst for ESPN. Of course, he was a coach in the National Hockey League. He coached Gresge, part of those uh, L.A. King teams. That, uh, that one team that made the run to the Stanley Cup and the Montreal Canadiens beat them for the Cup, which, by the way, was the final time that a Canadian team would hoist the Cup. It hasn't happened yet since. And Barry Melrose was a coach of those L.A. Kings with Gresge, and he is stepping away from his duties at ESPN as it uh, has, been, has been learned that he's got Parkinson's. So if you're a fan like me, Barry Melrose, yeah, he's been a guy that's – I don't know who ESPN has now. He's been the guy for so long. Anytime you need something about hockey, Sports Center, dial up Barry Melrose. There he is. And, of course, you know, with his – legendary Barry Melrose mullet but very sharp mind very intelligent had a smart sense about him had an opinion as well you like that so that's kind of a a bummer for me today as we get set for the start of hockey so We've got the schedule as well. We'll go over that here in a little bit for the men's basketball team. We've got the times. We've had the schedule as far as the games are concerned, but we've got the times, so we'll get into that here in a little bit with you. We had the women's schedule yesterday come out with the times, and for the most part it's going to be 6 p.m. and 1 p.m. Those are going to be usually the times, 6 p.m. for the majority of, Of the weeknight games, the 1 p.m.ers are going to be the weekenders. So... We've kind of got an idea of what they're trying to do. And tomorrow on the program, while I'm thinking about it, Ryan Crisp, I believe it's going to be Ryan Crisp. He's going to be joining us from Marshall. And he'll tell us a little bit more. They're making the push now at Marshall for the season tickets, both on the men's side and the women's side. So there's a couple of added things that you can do this year on the women's side. So Ryan's going to come talk to us tomorrow about that. So I'm looking forward to getting you updated a little bit more as far as if you're going to get a season ticket, what ticket do you want? You want to sit courtside? I'm sure you do. You want to sit courtside, where all the action's at. I used to sit courtside back in the day when media had courtside seating. Back in the day, it was it was fun. It was it was great to be able to sit down there and see everything and hear everything. And so Marshall is making that push for women's tickets now. You've got that option. So if you've never done the courtside seats, there's a reason why those things have been opened up more and more for people to buy. It's because it's one of the best seats in the arena. So Ryan Crisp joins us tomorrow to talk about that. And, of course, we'll get your text in. promise you we'll do that 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So that's going to be our text line We'll open that up for you here in the next couple of minutes. Looking forward to getting your thoughts on the game ahead. Looking back as well as Marshall and NC State, we are wrapping that one up today. And we've got Coach Huff. We'll get his comments. We'll do that when we continue. Get your text in. You can respond to what Coach Huff is saying. And we'll open that line up for you. Text only today. 304-396-TALK. 304 396 8255. So a lot of things to get into. We'll get a first break in, come back. We'll hear from Coach Huff. That's coming up next on today's edition of The Drive ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
2: Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you were a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, Major League playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with kids, finances, insurance, and life? Well, let your State Farm agent help you simplify and get to a better state. With State Farm handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40% help you get ahead. Call an agent today and get to a better state with State Farm. In Huntington, John Garten, 304-525-1116. In Barbersville, Marcia Slater, 304-736-6100. And in Cerrito, Aaron Billups, 304-453. 4600.
3: Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at MetroCommunityFCU.com. Equal housing. Lender, member N-C-U-A.
2: For 176 years, it's been a Glockner family tradition to provide excellent customer service. And that tradition continues during Glocktoberfest at every Glockner location, where we're celebrating our past, present, and future. Yes, we celebrate you save with Glockner's lowest live market prices with no payments for 90 days. And we always put people over profit with no hidden fees. It's Glocktoberfest happening now. We make it easy at glockner.com.
3: Only in the forest can you see this. And this. And this. But nothing beats the moment you see that. Cool! That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities. I didn't know it could do that! Because one trip to the forest can spark a world of difference.
0: There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, canoeing, fishing, or camping. Or create your own adventure with family and friends, and you might just see this. Your moment's out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org.
3: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Comments from Coach Up coming up. First up, text line this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter writes in, says, got to disagree with you what you said yesterday. And that's fine. I welcome that. Texter says, Stormtrooper and Peapod uniforms are the best, both with the white helmet. Can't stand the black helmet, and blackout on a night game makes the stadium look dingy and not well lit, especially with the black banners along the bottom. So, no to my idea of a blackout. I think it'd be cool. A blackout would be cool. Absolutely would be fun to see. It's a blackout. Of course, We've come a long way. Remember those times? If if you go back a ways with me, remember those times where I'm looking at people like, "What are you doing wearing a pink Marshall shirt?" The fact that there's a pink Marshall shirt is okay, but it's game day. You got to wear green or white. Now black, black's acceptable. It's acceptable. It's part of the uniform. It's not the university's primary color, even though some of you might think that the university's going to that, and the athletic department's going to that, but you know it's part of the uniform and again, if you want to blame anyone for the black added to the uniform, we'll get my guy in here, Woody Woodrum. you remember him? used to be a co-host on this show with me, different iteration of it years ago. Good friend of mine does Huntington High Football on Friday nights with us. I love him. He's he's a great friend, and he put the black in the helmet. He put that little black stripe in the helmet, and we started going down that road. So all your black uniform hate start with my guy Woody Woodrum. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, Marshall's really gotten into the black color. A lot of schools are going to the black. They like it. The kids like it. I thought those black helmets looked great. I absolutely like those black helmets. And I love the black helmet with that old bison on it. Not the not the Marco snorting with the with the sailor hat, the beanie, whatever you want to call it. But I like that old school bison. I, I like the helmets like that. You know, when they do those seventy five helmets, those were really sharp. But I dig I dig the combo. I like it. The helmet was cool. I like the black. I still want a Kelly Green helmet i want a kelly green helmet and then i want a blackout those are simple requests eventually we're going to get that kelly green helmet we got to get the kelly green helmet i didn't like those helmet colors years ago you know the mark snyder helmets those weren't even kelly green i mean noble idea give me the green helmet but i want kelly green And then we'd have to change the stripe up a little bit because, you know, the stripe right now is like the black, green, black. We would have to change the stripe up a little bit. It would have to be, if we're going with the Kelly green, we'll have to go with maybe, I think, again, black, but the white in the middle. And then black if we're going to go with that. I mean, there's so many helmet combinations and everybody's a helmet expert, including myself, as far as what we should do. There are trained professionals who will make those proper decisions, but I think a Kelly Green helmet would be cool. But I like the uniform combo that they had on Saturday. I really like that. I like those black helmets. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. What is your favorite combo? The Stormtroopers are cool. I like the Stormtroopers. Not going to lie. I'm a big fan of the Stormtrooper. I would take the stormtrooper one step further. I would go all white on the helmet. I would get rid of the helmet stripe. If we're going to go stormtrooper, the helmet stripe has to go. And I think we got to go with just the logo on the helmet, no helmet stripe. Let's let's really embrace the stormtrooper. If we're going to go into that, the peapod I get it. It's a classic. It's not my favorite combination. But it's a classic. I get it. I 100% get it. But if you're going to ask me between the two, I'm taking Stormtrooper over Peapods. But I would like to see the Stormtrooper really go all white. I mean, get rid of of everything. It's got to be all white except with the black to... Highlight the numbers. That's it. I would do something like that. Let's just go all the way in with the Stormtrooper. But if you got a favorite uniform combination that they're going with now or they haven't gone with yet, you want to see 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Good text. Appreciate that. Coach Huff earlier in the day, had a media availability. I was there to catch a little bit of it, see what he had to say. And... One of the questions they was asked about today, and it's something that one of us were going to ask, but somebody had the microphone first. They asked. I'm glad they did. It's about injuries. How's the herd looking? Herd's a little beat up, a little banged up, right? Off week came at the wrong time, I think, in this season. And that's fine. It is what it is, right? Can't do anything about it. The schedule is what its schedule is, and all those other cliches, but... How's her doing on injuries? And the good news is Coach Huff was pretty candid with the good news.
4: Everybody's alive. Yeah, no, I mean, everybody who's alive is alive. I mean, we're at the point where you're playing, the I don't know what game is this in a row for us, fifth or sixth game in a row, and we didn't play um, Huntington High School. But everyone who um, played Saturday will be able to play today. Um, or play Saturday again, sorry. Um, obviously we got our typical bumps and bruises, but nothing of note that where we feel like we got to change our game plan or somebody's out. So um, obviously, you know, you play two power five schools, um, you know, in that close proximity. Um, and then you again, mar- marry that without the, you know, this is about the time we'd be getting our bye week um, Again, hats off to BA and his, his staff for what they did this summer. I think our guys physically are in really good shape. Um, but your body's only got so many hits in it. So we've managed, you know, how we practice those type of things. Um, But I feel better today than I thought I would after the game. You know, you look at everybody coming in the locker room, kind of banged up. Uh, Micah was more, got the wind knocked out of him, you know, more than than anything. Um, He's back, he's fine. Um, Other than that, some guys got some, you know, bumps and bruises in game, but nothing of note, if that makes sense.
1: So that's the good news, nothing of note. Everybody's just beat up banged up, bruised up. It happens. I get it. It's football, right? Collision sport. So that's the good news. Nothing major, or at least nothing major to report at this time. And we did get some good news on Cade Conley. Some of you have been asking about him. Well, he was out last week because of a ankle issue, which Coach Huff explained in a more proper term. He can't just say ankle. He, he points that out. But he's cleared after that, so Coach Huff had a good
4: report to give us about Cade Conley. Yeah, so Cade actually um, in practice kind of rolled his ankle or not rolled his ankle, rolled a lower body extremity is what I'm supposed to say. Um, but he's he's good to go. He was it was one of those deals where we could play him, um, but again I, I have to make the decision between you know playing a really good player or taking care of somebody's child. You know, and we made the decision to take care of somebody's child. Um, he he wanted to go. He was actually like you know coach I can go I was like I, I know but we, we got to manage that so he'll he'll be good um wasn't as bad as you know we thought it was you know um but the days the extra time kind of gave him a little bit better head start on it so feel really good about where he's at um and kind of feel really good about you know, when we got back and got in Sunday You know, I was concerned because those guys were hitting I don't know if you realized that they were hitting really really hard uh really hard um I was more concerned after the game than Sunday when we got everybody back and you know um Trainers came back and said, no, everybody's, you know, everybody's good. So, um, again, hats off to B.A. and his um, off-season work. Hats off to our players for taking care of their bodies, doing the right things, getting in the training room this summer before, you know, even when you aren't, quote-unquote, you know, sore or hurt, you go in there to do your uh, maintenance. Um, So, actually, I feel really good about it. Good news all around
1: as far as the injury report is concerned. Now we get on to the team itself. Got to get over it. Marshall lost on Saturday, had 24 hours, and then you got to get right back at it and get ready for the next one. This week, it's Georgia State. Coach was asked about the team's response to the loss. It's been a while since the team had lost the game. So it's been a pretty good ride as of late. Marshall losing for the first time in a while. Coach said that the team... They were pretty much pissed off, is what he said.
4: Yeah, um, they've actually been pissed off about it, you know, because they didn't feel like they got beat. They felt like, yes, don't get me wrong, NC State played a heck of a game and then they won the game, but they felt like we missed some opportunities, you know. And and when you put the work in like these guys have and you put the hours in and the commitment, if you're going to go out, beat us. Don't just let us feel like, hey, we missed opportunities. And don't get me wrong. Um, NC State created some of those opportunities. They took advantage of some of our missed opportunities. Um, But, you know, when you felt like you left some points out there, you know, if we didn't turn the ball over five times on offense and lose three of them, we feel like we're in a different scenario, you know what I mean? Um, Now, did, you know, NC State create some of those turnovers? Yeah, they knocked the ball off of Coombs, took it out of Cam's hand, tipped ball, you know, they they were there to catch it. Um, So those type of deals, you know, the, the two long explosive plays we had, Poor eye violation on one, half of a second too quick to add on by another. You know, so those are situations where, okay, if he just covers a guy, maybe he catches it, maybe he doesn't, but at least he's probably not running wide open. So you kind of feel like you missed an opportunity. And, and that was kind of the mode. You know, and I told him being pissed off is an action. You have to do something about it. You know, being mad is an emotion. Um, so the action is we gotta come out, we gotta fix those things, we gotta come out, we gotta come out with a really good plan this week. Uh, we got to go back to the process and start over with a really good week of preparation, really good, go out and play really hard, play really well and consistent on Saturday. Um, And no disrespect, Georgia State doesn't care that you lost. (laughs) They don't. Um, They had a bye week, so I'm sure their injury report looks a lot better, you know, after a bye week as we would, but um, they don't care, and that's not disrespecting them, but you know, they, they want to beat us, too. So we had to come back in, watch the film, point out the things we need to get better We did some really good things. You know, I think I would be surprised if NC State's defense is not in the top 25 when it's all said and done. And offensively put up 34 points, scored 41. You know, pretty good. Not good enough. So how do we build on that is, you know, kind of the focus. So we'll see that response
1: on Saturday. Let's see if that turns into a better performance against Georgia State. One question that was asked, we were asking about Rasheen Ali. Hey, where's Rasheen? We didn't see him much in the fourth quarter. Is he okay? He's banged up a little bit. Is he okay? And we got the health report. So all's good. Everybody's just banged up. That happens. Now, we saw what looked like maybe a two-minute offense, and I thought that Cam looked good in that. It was sped up a little bit. They were throwing it more. I liked it. I felt good about it. I want to see more of that. Now, we know Coach Huff is a run-oriented coach. He likes to run first. That's just in his DNA. That's the offense that he's running. But I saw some things from camp I liked. Now, the question was asked of Coach, when did you decide to go away from the run? And Coach, of course, jokingly, I think jokingly at least, had a cute little response and then explained why.
4: No, we moved away from the run on Sunday when we put the film on. So the run was never part of the game plan. We were going to run the ball to try to stay, keep them off balance. But they haven't given up 100 yards rushing since the flood. Um, probably Noah's Ark was the last time they gave up 100 yards rushing. So you, you, I mean, you can be an idiot and say, oh, we're going to go in here and run the ball. Or you can say, hey, we got an advantage here. We got a quarterback who can spin it pretty good. We got some wideouts who can make some plays. Are you going to have to call some runs? Yeah. Are you going to have to run the ball some? Yeah. But we didn't go into the game thinking we were going to run for 350 yards. I told Ali, you know, on Sunday when we put the film on, I said, look, if you think you're going down here to Raleigh to, to set a world record in rushing, you should stay home. I said, but there's going to be an opportunity for you to affect the game in different ways, you know, in the past game. And, the, you know, there's going to be some runs where you got to go get four and five. Um, but every week we look at it and we say, okay, what do they do well? Um, if you do something really, really well, we're not going to try to you know put a square peg in a round hole. We're going to find a way to do what we do well around that, if that makes sense. Um, I, I don't know what, what team ran the ball for 100 yards on them. Maybe Notre Dame, and they broke a couple at the end, maybe. Um, but they, they, they weren't giving up you know, run yardage, so we had to find other ways. Do we want to throw the ball 51 times if we have to to win? Yeah, but that's not the plan. Um, I think you could see it was a little one-sided, and that was the reason. We felt like our best opportunity was to get our guys in space, was to let Cam see the defense, see the blitz, see the coverage, um, deliver the ball to the right guy. I thought he did a really good job of it. And I agree with that, 100%. I thought he did a
1: good job. I'm a fan of Cam Fancher. I don't like some of the hate that he gets. it's fine. You have the right to disagree. I don't argue with your right to disagree. And if you've got a different opinion than I do on that, that's fine. It's great. That's what this is about. But with that said, I think we need to look at this a little bit more realistically. He's getting better. I think he's doing some good things. I think he's the best option right now for Marshall at quarterback. I know the second coming of Chad Pennington hasn't happened yet. Maybe it will. I don't know. But... I like what Cam is doing. I think he's giving it everything he's got. I think he's getting better. I see some progress with him. He's gritty. He's doing things. He's making plays. Now, with that said, Coach did think that there's a few things that Cam would have liked to have back,
4: and he highlighted those as well. Again, Cam's not Joe Montana. Who is? You know, the one that got tipped by Mason and then the one on fourth down that was – <clears throat> ripped out of his hand. Um, other than that, I thought he threw the ball well. I thought he created. We knew we were gonna have to get some rush yards with him and that that kind of in our mind is equaling running the ball if that makes sense. Um, you know there's some of the plays that we call where it's, if he's not open, take off. Or if you're rolling out, it's one-two takeoff and he gets four yards. That's like us handing the ball to Ali in the inside zone for four yards. That's kind of how we think of it when we get in those situations sometimes. Um, so I thought it was really good. You know, I thought it was really good. Just too many missed opportunities. You know, and, and when you say missed opportunities, it's, okay, he throws the ball to Coons on the tunnel screen. The same play that Coombs scored on a week earlier. It's third and ten. We've been emphasizing we got to get these third and longs. we got to get these third and longs. So, Coombs is fighting for an extra two yards. He gets hit at the – it would have been third and six if he'd have fell right down. He's fighting for extra two yards. Ball comes out. Well, he's got to take care of the ball. Maybe we go for it on fourth and three. Maybe we go for it on fourth and two. Maybe we punt it. Ball comes out. Number 11, of course, scoops the ball and gets it down to the 40. Now our defense playing on a short field. So, those are the areas where um, we can't necessarily shoot ourselves in the foot. Let's just punt it. We threw it out there. They rallied to it. We came up four yards short. Okay, good. Punt it. Play another down. Um, those are the plays that we gotta, you know, gotta eliminate. You know, so now we don't. Not only do we not convert the third down and long, we turn the ball over and we give them 20 yards or whatever it is back the other way.
1: Coach Huff breaking it down for us. And there's one more thing I want to get to. It's a long cut. So we'll take our break, come back. We'll get to that. I want to open up the text line a little bit more for you as well. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. So we'll get to that cut. And I purposely left it intact, the entire thing, because it's it's pretty long. And I, I want to let him explain fully what he's talking about when he was asked about starting fast. And he kind of felt like the team, you know, for a little bit did. So we'll get into that. Let's go back to the text line. Texter says, too much black. It's okay to outline, but black helmets, pants, shirts, too much. And my partner, Woody Woodrum, put that thing on there. He put that black in there. Texter says, Woody had a good idea. Someone's taking it too far. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. I'm going to ask this question. Do you like the black or not? And... How old are you? Because I think younger Herd fans like the black. I think older Herd fans don't like the black as much. I could be totally wrong on this. So I'm throwing it out. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. It's always fun to get into this argument. Are you more of a traditionalist? You like the green and white. You don't want that much black. Or you know, are you in on the black? I like the black helmets. I like them. Maybe I can get one from my desk. Hopefully. I know a few people over there. I don't know if they're going to spare me one. But I like the black helmets. More coming up, including your text when we continue on this edition of the Drive ESPN 94.1 in AM 930.
0: Check out Working Man's Store in Huntington, the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as MedCouture, Infinity, Dickies, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers. In sizes up to 72. And Working Man's Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 145th Avenue, Huntington.
3: Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up to date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304 525 9118.
2: Giovanni's has great Italian dishes, spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian Sub, Calzones, and their signature Big Red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's Pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place to be.
3: Here's another Kindred Community Chatter. It's coming. Isaac Walton Lake's annual haunted trail. Horror in the holler. Every Friday and Saturday in October, 7 to 9 p.m. 554 Township Highway 140 East, Pedro, Ohio. Concessions will be available for purchase. This Kindred Community Chatter is brought to you by Tick Tock Tire, 3rd Avenue across from the Jones C. Edwards Stadium. Online at TikTokTire.net. Also, the Working Man Store. Your big and tall men's store. 140 4th Avenue in Huntington for over Forty years.
5: My dad came to live with us last month, and you know, it's going pretty well. I feel like I never have time for myself. With him being around more, it really lets us catch up on things. His memory isn't what it used to be. We get up and we have coffee. He usually wakes up at 4.30. Then we go for a walk. He needs lots of my attention. I do need to keep an eye on his medications, though. That's important. Sometimes I feel like a pharmacist. I'd say John and the kids are adjusting. Pretty well. They honestly have no idea what I'm going through. It can be a little challenging. Help. But so far, so good. I could really use just a little help. For those dealing with the daily struggles of caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community with experts and other caregivers for advice, tips, and support. Together, let's help each other better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
0: They get our kids to school safely.
3: Okay, so walk me through how you got to this answer.
0: They provide critical support in the classroom.
3: Mm, Mmm, chicken
1: sandwich, my favorite.
0: They keep students nourished so they're ready to learn. They are there when accidents happen.
3: Oh, you're going to need a Band-Aid.
0: And they keep our schools
5: beautiful. School bus drivers, custodians, nurses, paraeducators, just a few of the education support professionals who help schools in West Virginia run smoothly every day. This is Dale Lee, president of the West Virginia Education Association. They ensure that our students have a safe ride to school healthy meals,
0: and a clean environment to learn. So take a moment to say thank you to the ESPs in your school. A message from the West Virginia Education Association. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Text line continues to be open, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I asked you if you like the black or not, and we're getting into that debate today. I like the black helmets. Not everybody does. I'm kind of curious, is is it more of a generational issue, herd fans, or does everybody like the black, not necessarily stand to be a different age? I don't know. Let's go back to that. Uh, Texter says, uh, let's talk a little football for a second. Texter writes in and says, the biggest issue facing the herd is the multiple jailbreak runs up the A-gap in every game so far. And it is an alignment problem. Back to the uh, text line. I'm an older fan. I want the 84-85 Stan Parrish uniforms brought back for one game. Memories of Carl Fodor slinging the ball around in the Air Parish attack. That was the home uniform. Okay, so we need to bring back some classic. Hey, I'm good with retro uniforms. Every year you bring back a retro uniform. That would be a cool thing, actually, to do. That's a great idea. Let's bring back a retro uniform every year for one game. I don't know if we do this for... Now we got to do the 75 uniform so the game whatever the uniform's going to be for the 75 that's going to be that game and depending on any other special promotions and we got to look at uniforms here what about maybe the first game you bring back the retro uniform maybe the second game I don't know, you know what you attach to it but you could bring back that classic look from a uniform hey you remember the uniforms with the with the yellow Bring those back. Let's do that one time. I'm here for it. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And, of course, you could go to Marshall basketball games where Dan D'Antoni is the living embodiment of bringing back the retro stuff because he thinks it looks better. And you know what? Hurt fans agree with him. Tip times are out for Marshall men's basketball for the home games. and All home games – are set to start at 7 p.m., with exception of the exhibition game against U-Pike at 3 p.m. on October 29th, and 4 p.m. tip-off times with Louisiana on December 30th and Coastal Carolina on February 3rd. We still don't have a tip time yet for the game on December 2nd against Miami of Ohio. Tickets are still available. We'll talk more about that tomorrow with Ryan Crisp from Marshall Athletics. So all the games, 7 o'clock except for a couple of exceptions. The exhibition game on October 29th is going to be a 3 o'clock game. The game against Louisiana on December 30th is going to be a 4 o'clock game. We don't have a tip time yet for the game against Miami of Ohio. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We've got football action tonight. I'm sure a lot of you are. It's hockey season. It's baseball season. We've got Sunbelt football tonight. Coastal Carolina is at Appalachian State. That should be a great game to watch. They'll have a huge crowd for that one. Those two schools like to get after each other. That's set for a seven thirty kick. We'll hear from Coach Huff a little bit more when we continue, and we'll get your text in 304 396 TALK. 304 396 8255. This is the drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Get fantastic fall savings
2: with 11% off everything at Menards. Sending on Halloween decor, including regular pumpkins. Just $3.99 each after eBay. Make fall cleanup a breeze with a 22 and one half inch Holly rate, Just $4.99. And a pair of jersey work gloves. Just $0.49 both after 11% off. Good through October 15th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. On fantastic fall savings.
5: Save big money at the-
2: Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you were a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, Major League playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you are a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Imagine this. It's a chilly winter morning. It snowed a little overnight. You think to yourself, is my car ready for this? There are multiple steps you could take to see if your car is ready for winter. Or one simple one. Have the pros at TikTok Tire make sure your car is ready for winter. They'll check your battery, tires, fluids, wipers, and hoses. Don't get caught out in the cold this winter. Give the pros at TikTok Tire a call and they'll be happy to answer any questions. Winterize your car at TikTok Tire, 2102 3rd Avenue, Huntington. Call today for your appointment at 304 525
3: a college degree is more affordable than you think. With over 50 degree and certificate programs, Mount West Community and Technical College will help you start your new career. Mount West Community and Technical College is in the top ranking of community colleges with the least debt for graduating students. Small class sizes, affordable tuition. Find the right career path for you. Visit mctc.edu to learn more. Mount West Community and Technical College. Go far. Go far close to home
5: a psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park well No walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes
3: sense, but what else can I do?
5: You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Make an appointment and, oh, you're already on it.
3: Hi. Yes, I'd like to make an appointment.
5: Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by Atvi. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because pre-diabetes can be
0: reversed.
3: Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's
1: our final segment today's edition of The Drive here at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We got the latest soccer poll out. There's only one ranking you really care about, and that's where the Marshall Thundering herd. Where's the herd ranked at? They're still number one. That's all you need to know. If you want to go down a little bit on the poll, Central Florida's two. West Virginia is seventh. That's all you really need to know, right? That's all you really care about. Where are the Sun Belt schools at? Well, okay, Marshall one, Central Florida two, and then West Virginia seventh. They were third last week, so they are now eight, zero oh, and four. The herd is a perfect eleven and zero, and Central Florida is six one and two. So that is the latest soccer rankings. Chris Grassy and his squad still doing what Chris Grassy does and that's just win games. 304 396 talk 304 396 8255 There's one thing that I wanted to get into just a little bit. And it's a longer it's a longer cut from coach off today. So I wanted to save that just for a minute because it goes a moment or two. And he talked about the team starting fast. That's something that we've gotten into over the last few weeks. You know, the team's got to come out and start fast. And and so he was asked about that, and it was qualified. Even though you lost the game, it kind of felt like you had that going for you. And he, he went into it a little bit more in detail, and I wanted to share that. So, again, this is just a longer soundbite than usual that we let roll from Coach Huff but I wanted to share the entire thing with you. So here's Coach Huff, and he's responding to that question about starting fast.
4: I thought we did everything. We talked about being intentionally focused on every moment down there. I thought we did everything um, well. I thought The last thing we talked about is crazy. The last thing we talked about is, hey guys, Marshall cannot play Marshall today. Marshall is too good of a football team for us to play. And I thought for about, 12 minutes in the game, we played ourselves. Two busted coverages, turnovers. For, so you, you, whatever that time is, but I thought about 12 minutes of the game, we lost focus on executing and doing what we need to do, and we started battling ourselves. You know, we got some long runs, we got some eye violations on a wheel route, and then they get a touchdown. We got one guy that's a half a second quick on a green dog. We get another touchdown. We turn the ball over. I thought we were really, really close. Um, that's where we got to find a way to focus in on that last 12 minutes. And it's not necessarily the fourth quarter or the first quarter. It's those moments in the middle of the game where it kind of looks like the wheels fall off and we get them back on. Probably happened a couple times in every game, you know, where there's just moments or a series of plays or a quarter or a half where it just doesn't roll as smoothly as it should. Part of that's the opponent. Don't get me wrong. They do some good things. Um, but part of it is us. You know, I mean if Cam hits Pierce on that play, the ball doesn't get tipped. I mean the guy's in the right spot, but it, they didn't really do anything to cause that ball to get tipped for us to turn it over. Um if we look at the right guy on the wheel route, well he's gotta make a catch with me near him now versus being wide open. So some of it is, you know, us giving the opponent more opportunities to make those plays. Some of it is you play good opponents, man. It's hard to do. I mean, what are the odds, okay, that we let the ball on the last drive of the game and the ball dies on the one-yard line? I mean, I play a lot of golf, and I can't get my ball to stop like that at all. But what are the odds, right? So, you, you, you play the odds. Well, it's over his head at the eight-yard line. Is the rule ball rolls in the end zone. We get it at the 20. You got a different deal, you know what I mean? Well, it stops on the one. Okay, not over. But now it's more we're playing against the clock because of the distance we got to go. I had full confidence that we were going to draw the ball down the field. Had full confidence. I was concerned we didn't have enough time. We'd moved the ball up and down the field all day. I mean, that, that's a testament to the offense, testament to the offensive coaches. I mean, we went up and down the field. There was no time where it was just like we can't move the ball. Um, so I felt really good about that. I just didn't know if we had enough time to go 98 yards. I felt good about 20, 80, 98 yards. Ooh. All right, guys, we got a long way to go. There's a little bit of time to do it. But I felt really good about it. And, again, it changes the way you call the game when you're on the two. Well, if you're on the 20, it changes how you call the game, what plays you can call, what kind of coverage you're going to get. Well, you can't hold the ball back here too long when you're on the two because then all of a sudden you get into safety, sag, that type of deal. So it changed a little bit. Um, I had full confidence that we were going to move the ball. The time was the, was the issue, if that makes sense.
1: The text line is 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. That is the number to be a part of today's edition of the drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM938. But it was yeah, uh, you know, it was good for a way that the team got off to a fast start. But it just wasn't enough. Marshall taking on Georgia State coming up on Saturday. We go in the air at four o'clock. This is going to be a much better game than it was last year, and I thought last year was a pretty good game because Marshall and Georgia State, they played each other last year. Georgia State's off to its best start in program history at 4-1. ESPN's putting this one on ESPN, too. And I, I can see why people might favor Georgia State a little bit in this one just because you know, they've had the off week. Marshall comes in a little beat up. You know, something we talked about earlier with Coach Huff, that's Marshalls coming into this game just a little bit more beat up than, than Coach Huff would like. And so, I don't know how much that's going to play a part of this one. You know, how how fresh will Georgia State truly be? Can Marshall, you know, can Marshall meet the challenge here? It's It's a good matchup. I like it. It's a really good matchup, and... You look at the way that Georgia Southern and Georgia State have been over the years. You know, you've always thought that okay, Georgia Southern is is the team among these that that's the better team. And and really look at Georgia State. Hey, they got a lot of things going for them. So this is a growing program, and uh, I like Sean Elliott as the coach. I like him. He's definitely brought a personality and character to this Georgia State program. So that's what's coming up on Saturday. We'll get into a little bit more of a actual preview of the matchup itself later this week. Until then, we'll get your text in, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's our number to be a part of today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. Baseball action coming up tonight. Rangers taking on the Orioles. Texas leads that series two games to none. We will have that for you. 7.30 is going to be our airtime right here on ESPN, 94.1 at AM 930. We'll have more of the evening games. Major League Baseball playoffs continue all this week, and you can catch the games here or on our sister station, Cat Sports, 93.3 and 13.40. Hockey's underway. I don't know if you knew that or not, but hockey is already underway. And the Tampa Bay Lightning are leading the Nashville Predators 1-0. That game is uh, late in the 1st, so hockey is already underway. I love this time of year. we got baseball going on now. we even got football coming up tonight. The Astros are beating the Twins right now 5-0 in the bottom of the 5th. As I mentioned, the Orioles were taking on the Rangers. Yesterday was some exciting baseball as well. I kind of got, I kind of got sidetracked. I was watching football yesterday. I said, I get into the office today. It's like, hey, did you see that? You, you see the Braves home run? You see the game? And I'm like, no, I'm watching football. Have you met me? I'm watching football. Braves-Phillies, that was a pretty exciting game yesterday. Well, I'll give give the baseball gods their due. That was a pretty fun game yesterday to go back and look at. So Phillies-Braves was fun. Not so much today with the Astros and Twins. Maybe we'll get a better performance between the Orioles and Rangers. And then coming up tomorrow, it's another early start for the Astros and Twins. The Braves and Phillies, that's going to be an early one as well. The Orioles, Rangers, and the Dodgers, Diamonds Backs. We have full slate of games tomorrow. Of course, we'll be back here for the show tomorrow. Uh, We'll be on the air 5 to 6 here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we'll have the show tomorrow. We'll have early baseball on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. We'll have late-night baseball here on ESPN 94.1. And AM 930. Our text line is open It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texters coming in and uh, saying that they like the black helmets. We were talking about that earlier. They like the black helmets. You're over a certain age if you don't like the black helmets. Didn't specify what that age is. But basically, texture's saying if you don't like the black helmets, you're old. I don't know. Is that really the case? If you don't like the black helmets, you're old. I like that combo. But I also think there needs to be a a balance, a real strong balance between tradition, history and tradition, and the change in times a balance I'm not saying let's throw out everything and I'm not saying throw out stuff And what I'm saying is you want to put a little black in the uniform I think that's cool I think if you want to change up the colors a little bit I'm not saying get rid of the Kelly green and the white I'm saying if you want to put more black in the uniform that's cool everybody seemed to like the helmet when we did the black for the 75 helmet no problem there I would go all in though. I honestly, I would go all in. If we're going to do the helmet in black, I think I would lose. I would just, you know, it would be black with the logo. And same thing with the white. I would lose stripes. I know that's heresy. That's heresy to some since that stripe seems to be in the marketing a lot. You see it on the football poster, you see that in other images. The stripe seems to be in the marketing. But as far as the helmet's concerned, I kind of maybe for the stormtroopers. We talked about this earlier. I'm going to go back to it. I would go all white for the stormtrooper. All white. You got to have some you got to have some black in there to outline the numbers, but that would be it. That would be it. I would have just enough to outline. All white. I would make those uniforms as frosty white as I possibly could. Really come up with that Stormtrooper look I mean the ones they have are cool now Texter writes in and says Green helmet jersey and pants Green out game Okay You sold me You just sold me on that I've been talking about the blackout game Let's talk about the green out game And I mean go all in On the green Green that thing out Everybody's gotta wear green. You gotta wear Kelly green. You have to. No more of this. Hey, we'll show up and you know, I got my pink herd shirt because it looks cute. No. Green. I got a white herd shirt. No, go home and change it. It's a green out. I can't wear my green no, no, green out. You can't. You they're not gonna turn you away. But I, I would. I absolutely would. I would turn you away. I would be at the ticket gate. Like nope, yeah no. Nope, you you have to go get green, green out. Everybody's in green. Everybody, everybody is in green. You can. You can wear a green jersey that has some colors in it, but it's got to be green. You have to be in full green for a green out. I'm there. I'm into it. Let's do it. Green helmet, Kelly Green. Let's stress this, Kelly Green helmet. We lose the helmet stripe because we want to have a full green helmet. We'll put the stripe back on later, but this is for the green out game. That's gonna do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in and have some fun with us today. I do appreciate it. We'll be back with you tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM930. And don't forget, if you can't be with me live, you can't do the show live because of whatever reason you can't tune in, you can get it on delay. That's right, we've got a podcast podcasts available, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. That's where you'll find The Drive with Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Until then, have a great night, everyone.
0: Transmitting on glorious FM on ninety-four point one W two two seven BS Huntington. This is nine thirty WRVC Huntington, celebrating one hundred years of broadcasting.